Um, I think and is and in French. That fuck, that's fucked up. Do you not know any French? I know we. I know um, like food words. Uh huh. Like, like name name one. Next cargo. <laughs> um, okay. And what is that, Jeff? Snails. Right. Are you sure? I think so. I don't know. I'm name another. Vegan, bro. Name another. Uh. I don't know. This is that. You know what? This is a good improv exercise. Let's uh, let's do this as an exercise here. I'm, this is a character of a guy that doesn't know much French. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Builds him right. up a little bit for us. I should have got Muzzy or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? Those commercials. Yeah, Duolingo. Yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. fuck that. It's all about Muzzy. <laughs> Dude, Duolingo. <laughs> Vintage Muzzy DVDs. Dude, who? I don't think, yeah, I don't think it was DVD age. Who, yeah, I think it was that VHS. is pure. It probably VHS. still exists. What? Who would win in a fight? Muzzy or the Duolingo bird? Muzzy was like huge, right? Yeah. It was There's definitely Muzzy. Was a big dude. It's well, an owl. Strong. It's a bitchy owl wow. that texts you too much. But the it's Duolingo like a bird I has gave up more. I'm trying to learn. Duolingo things. bird has a, like more agility. What if the Duolingo and more more strategy? Yeah. What if the Duolingo bird pecks out his eyes? Yeah. No, it's it's a it's David versus Goliath situation. Is mm. the mascot for Rosetta Stone just like a rock? That's a good question. Good That'd question. be sick. Good question, <laughs> dude. Rosetta Stone mascot. <laughs> I'm, I'm it's like the rock. Now. the rock. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 rock. Johnson. it's Dwayne it's the Rock Johnson, Mr. Rock. Let's see, Rosetta Stone mascot. This is everyone's favorite part of the podcast when we Google <laughs> stuff to make sure it's we're like, right. Whatever language you're learning, he just says like, "Do you Wait, smell what the rock so is I cooking?" So I definitely spelled this wrong. Yeah. At, at it's the, the end only of the thing commercial. you learn how to. This is what pops up when I search <laughs> Rosetta, Rosetta mascot. mascot. It looks I like a furry. Yeah, it's like a little princess peach furry. It's cute. Do you mind giving me a description? This is a. What appears to be the um, uh, Rosalina from uh, Super Mario Galaxy, but in uh, Super Mario 3D World cat suit form. So that must be the hmm. Rosetta Stone mascot. That must be. She oh. is truly the universal language. Yeah, Aaron, so- can you can you link the Wi-Fi to me? Oh, the yeah. The new phone. I haven't okay. switched it. Do you guys know when the Muzzy, when the Muzzy? VHSs are going to be remastered and put on the Criterion channel? I'm hoping soon. Uh, I don't know. All new 35 millimeter. It's Muzzy true. I do love foreign The director's cut. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah are, they, are, they, are they showing that at Metrograph? Uh, yeah, the Muzzy, Muzzy Film Forum. Yeah, Muzzy Remastered. <laughs> and, they're, and they're actually, I heard they're going to have to talk back There's with Muzzy. A Q&A oh, yeah, afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the woman who was in the commercials, too. Yeah. Ooh, Wait, exciting. should we? I'm going to pull up the commercial. The Muzzy commercial? Yeah. Muzzy are we recording? Yeah. We've been recording this whole time. I thought this was just like. Talking nah, about just, things that we're really interested nah, in conversation. I, I just no, pushed it for it. Muzzy commercial. Sometimes you get the best stuff when you don't know we're recording. You know That's what I mean? True. That's why we did it. I'm going to very slowly turn my life. I wouldn't have here. asked for the Wi Fi. <laughs> All right, here we go. Come on, focus, right? Stay strong. Stay strong. I'm turning the laptop. Stay strong. Stay strong. Okay, in looking up Rosetta Stone. Mascot, it appears that the mascot is a panda. (laughs) Probably because a lot of people are learning Chinese with it, I imagine. Maybe. Because Chinese panda. I see a rock on the app. Oh, it's spelled Rosetta, like R-O-S-E-T-T-A. Dude, how did you spell it? With with a a Z? With a Z. Bro. I I wanted to keep it. I mean, 
This is really the OG mascot when you think about it. The original well, yes. Rosetta Stone. No, it's like at yeah, no, the that's what I, Museum that's of what Natural I'm History. About. That's like, the, yeah. yeah. You so can the, learn any language just by looking at that rock so for true. long enough. If that's you put so enough true. hours into that, just think about a language, you'll learn it. All right, I'm, I'm going to play <laughs> this. this is, let's play this Muzzy commercial. <laughs> let's do it. This is truly the Rosetta Stone mascot, though. Yes, that's, that's true. Speaking. And no, these children aren't French. Look at her outfit. And they've acquired Damn, their she's so sick. I, I love it. Well, goals. Honestly, that's the, that's the box of cassettes yeah, a yeah. of, of VHSs. Like, do you guys remember those like plastic boxes that like clicks into place? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, they're like twice as big as the cassette. And they chip really easily. There he is. He would beat the shit out of the Duolingo Owl. No, Duolingo Owl. No. Okay, Muzzy is much stronger and more powerful, but he's slow. The Duolingo Owl is more tactical. It's true that the Duolingo Owl has the sky, but the Duolingo Owl is also like, I feel like just Muzzy is a greater force of nature and that the Duolingo is just going to like peck you like with those little stupid texts every day. And Muzzy is like, we're fucking doing this. We're rescuing the princess. You are learning Spanish right now. Like, why is Muzzy like the stone college student cousin of the dude from Monsters, Inc.? Yeah, yeah. The John Goodman one. Go ahead and change Not that Mike playback. Oh, you can play it at half speed. Yeah. Point twenty-five, and let's give it another play. Like, just All right, for yeah. some ambience. All right, we're gonna play this back at twenty-five uh, percent speed. Quarter here. speed. This is how you learn a language, people. <laughs> Slow it down. Oh God, this rules. You're gonna sample this. <laughs> yeah, of course I am. I love that I can't um, hear any of it. <laughs> I also want to say though, I think Muzzy has a lot of strength in his fur, like. If he starts getting pecked, he has all that fur. It's going to take a while to peck all the fur off. It's like armor. Yeah, he'll have time to, like, retaliate in some way. Just a thought. Yeah. yeah Just Unless a thought. the bird is on a hill. <laughs> if the bird's on a hill, it's going to be really hard for Buzzy because it's an uphill battle, by definition. <laughs> so you have to you have to wonder about that. You got to wonder about that. I think we're rivaling last week's episode uh, in terms of how sheerly abrasive the introduction is. <laughs> last week we had a full 15 minute DJ set uh, by Jacob's alter ego. Oh my god, um, I love And I love. it was it went on for a while and I was worried it would be too uh, alienating. I think this is even more alienating. <laughs> this sounds like a prophecy from Twin Peaks. <laughs> yeah, this, no, this is like the Red Room. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we. I had this fake Michael like, Anderson is just like, <laughs> let me introduce you to the evolution of the arm, and it's just muzzy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's quite enough of that. Uh, keep keep that thing open though, because I think that if we need to, you know, if we decide we need more ambiance later on, we can just keep playing it where it's yeah, at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then people be like, oh, that's the same. Pick it up right where they left off. I like to see that. It sets a mood. <laughs> a All right. Well, so. we're seven minutes in and seven we haven't done in. any semblance of an introduction yet. Oh, yeah. We should do an introduction. So we should probably do an introduction. Jeff, you're the introducer. <laughs> I have nothing. You can't introduce Aiden? <laughs> oh, introduce Aiden? I thought, I thought we were doing a fake. I thought we were doing the, the regular no. intro situation. Okay. No. I mean, so. we... We, we've dropped any pretense of doing like a skit or something into just watching a YouTube video. I thought we already did the skit. I that thought was that kind was of what the last that seven minutes was. Yeah, that was kind of, that was yeah. You can work that magic and post. scene. Oh, that wow. was really good, guys. Wow, wow. Oh, guys and you know great. what? You guys really nailed the script that I printed out and gave you. <laughs> it was almost exactly how I wrote it. Well, mm. you know, um, 
when I'm doing improv, I want to make sure that I get all the lines right. You know, nice. Um, <laughs> you know, that's it's a, it's it's personal yes, pet yes peeve. And, you yes, know. And, yes and yes yes and. Uh, okay, so today we have Aiden Arada, who's visiting from California. Very very funny friend of ours. Uh, welcome, Aiden. Hi, thanks for having me. Of course. Uh, so, what brings you to New York? Uh, my old roommate is getting married. Sick. Or I guess she got married last night. So I went to do that. It was my first friend wedding. Mm. Wow. Um, How was your first friend wedding? It was... So like everyone there was obsessed with getting married, which is just sort of a thing that like... It's a phenomenon that I have heard of, but not per, like not personally experienced. It's a curse. It's Yeah, it seems weird. It seems... It was sort of a performance of heteronormative femininity that like I hadn't experienced in a minute. Like everyone was really hot and like sold software and drank vodka sodas. It was like night one of the season of the bachelor, (laughs) which was to be fair, like lovely. Like if they're like, you get to spend four hours in bachelor mansion and you're going to know that no one's going to want to fuck you. I was like, great. This is like a great party. I love love. Cake is great. Like, yeah. Oh, it was a joy, but also just sort of like a beautiful cultural voyage. Mm -hmm. I also told her that I would send her this podcast later. I'm not going to anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Mazel, Mary and Bob. (laughs) We'll set up a separate feed where we cut that whole thing. Cut the entire section. Yeah, out. this is the premium snap. <laughs> <laughs> the premium snap behind the paywall, um, folks. No, it truly. I can. I can only imagine that. Like the more weddings you go to, the more cursed you feel. Where it's like time's running out for me. Like, don't you? Don't you think? Like, like you know, I, I'm not quite at the point in my life where my friends are getting married regularly. But like, I have friends who are going to weddings like every week, and like. That must uh, start to feel like you're missing out on something, right? Yeah. Like, I think that it must at some point. Wedding but, FOMO? Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, but at the first Not one, for everyone, but I think, like, the general the general public or, like, the general, like, yes, I don't know. I will I, say I've talked to a lot of people. Norms, I've talked know? to a lot of people who, like, mm-hmm. literally say, like, oh, my God, like, my friends, like, just got engaged. And, like, now I'm, like, freaking out. Yeah. And like, that's mm. fucking insane to me. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it also seems insane to me. And I will yeah. say that sort of the, the, the desperate people at the wedding were also people who seem to regularly attend weddings. Maybe in that way, it's similar to social media or smoking and that like the more that you do it, the more you feel like you need to do it. But the only benefit that you get from it is that you've been doing it so long that now you need it. Yeah. Like there's no actual high. You've just been doing it for so long that you're like, oh, it's like, it's like, bro, bro, I know you got it. Let me get an invite. Let me get one. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Yo, I'll I'll go in the bathroom with you. Just, you know, just a small one. Last one. invite. Last one. Last one. Sorry. uh, It's my last invite. I swear I'll RSVP. (laughs) I I don't have a problem. I just love love. Like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. I'm addicted to love. Um, That's actually. A would thing? be a sick reality TV show, like <laughs> addicted, addicted to, to love, love, and it's like Doctor Drew <laughs> dating show. Like he dates people, would be sick. Like it's Flavor of Love with Doctor Drew. I think that could be fucking tight. I would, I would watch VH1 again if that happened. You know, you would. I would. I'm actually going to a wedding in November. My cousin is getting married in Arizona. Oh hell yeah! So I'm going to Arizona. What's that um, going to be like? Probably. Uh, chaotic evil energy um i don't know i still have to rsvp they said on the the rsvp card it's like write down two songs you want played so i asked uh my girlfriend if i should just write i want to fuck a dog by blink 182 twice (laughs) um 
<laughs> I think you already have your answer. Brace she of wasn't choice, having it. Brace of choice. But to be fair, mm-hmm. first time I Ding! said it. Um, <laughs> we're uh, we're starting a to be fair count- counter for Jeff. Uh, I say to be fair too much. Someone someone Ding. someone shouted out that uh, they love the person who says to be fair all the time. So now we're extremely conscious of it. And also those amphetamines. Yeah, also that. Yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair, I love being Ding. fair. Yeah, so, fair. Um, fair enough, fair enough. Canceled out. I will say, to, say, yeah. to be fair, is my favorite Swans album. Ding. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, Wait, I'm not supposed to ding you. I was like, is it a ding when anyone says it? No, just no, Jeff. Just Jeff. Just Jeff. Okay, I messed cool. up, I messed up. I'm... I'm like, I'm learning. I'm we should learning. have like a Well, buzzer. we're all improv students, so we have so much to learn. Yes, and this is our first class. <laughs> oh, man. Yes, and that was the bit we were going to start the podcast with, but we got sidetracked because we were watching a Muzzy commercial. Yes, <laughs> and we decided to do it in a more experimental direction because we just learned about that word yesterday. What experimental? Yeah, remember I sent it to you. Yeah, dude. The yeah. dictionary. No, it's crazy. Definition. Yeah, it's so cool. I didn't even know it existed. Experimental. Do you yeah. know about this? Have the you word? heard? Of, have you heard you know about this? Have what you heard is of the definition saw the of experimental? Experimental. The definition is something that is an experiment. I was gonna say unconventional, maybe. Un, maybe unconventional. Maybe. Like you're just trying it. Maybe so. Yeah. Like. What is the dictionary, Marion? <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Marion Webster. It's like this is like this is like writes an essay in college once. Defines like, it's fuck, like first, I have to look up the first, dictionary first definition. Defined by John Zorn. Yeah. First, yeah. Yeah. Can you introduce me? I'm gonna do my public speech. My public speech. My public speech. Um, next up, come on. Yeah. All right. Ne- uh, next up uh, in the uh, master's thesis uh, presentations, um, we have uh, Jacob Jenkins. Hello, everyone, and thanks for coming. Webster's Dictionary defines experimental. No, I'm as, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I introduced you wrong. This is the uh, valedictorian uh, speech at the graduation <laughs> of uh, what, what college would you go to? Octave higher? What? Octave lower. What? You're wasting time. Yeah. We're going to hit you with the award music. Bro. Um, yeah. I went to the college of hard knocks, the school of hard knocks. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> My cousin went there. Really? The one that's getting married. <laughs> I'm coming up on the, on the five year anniversary. Thank God they graduated. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Experiments. Oh, oh, sorry. Webster's Dictionary defines experimental as adjective based on untested ideas or techniques and not yet established or finalized. And I want to tell you how that can actually apply to the blockchain to the blockchain today. So we're going to we're going to talk about how we can apply experimental to the blockchain. <laughs> <laughs> so stay tuned. Top 10 reasons why experimental should be in blockchain. I think it's coming up soon. Yeah. I've heard a couple of good. Don't forget to like and good subscribe. Arguments for <laughs> Back to weddings. I got a message this morning from a friend that I haven't talked to in like seven months. And I was like, definitely a wedding. There's the only way this is oh, happening. Yeah. And surely enough, they were like, um, me and blah, blah, blah. I just proposed. I'm going to send you a save the date. And I'm like, damn. It's Damn. all falling into place. So you place. gotta save the save the date. Yeah. Yes, I yes. gotta save the save the date. I like that. It's, yeah. You know, they're on I think top of their shit. They should change it to saves the day because I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> like I absolutely knew you were gonna say so that. Sick. I almost, I almost like signal to Aaron to cut your mic off. <laughs> Can't slow down, bro. Oh my you know. goodness. Um, yeah, when you get an unsolicited message from an old person you haven't talked to in ten years, it's either a wedding 
invite or a multi-level marketing scheme yeah they're like yes that is the one that i get more yeah oh do you get those a lot um very rarely but like but it's happened to you yeah it's always sort of like the daughter of like of an acquaintance of my parents who we sort of were like forced friends for like a year in Mm -hmm. high school or something yeah and then she's like you know, I'm doing like financial investment planning. We should have a meeting about your finances. And I'm like, yeah, I don't really want to give you my bank account number, Melody. Like, it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I have a great investment opportunity. Hey, how's your knife you? set? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I literally. I leggings. Like. <laughs> I had some little like fucking high schooler or like maybe he was like in college. I never met this kid in my life. Like went to like the town over from me as high school. And mm. he, I saw, he friended me on Facebook and I saw he had like a bunch of mutual friends. So I, I just accepted. Mm, but then like a mistake. couple of weeks later, he like messaged me like, Hey, I uh, wanted to know if you knew anyone uh, in the North shore who's looking for summer work. And I like, I had seen his profile and I, he was like working for some like, his voice is a little weird. Yeah. It's like wobbly voice. <laughs> Sounds like you, but different. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. And that, you know, it, it is a recording I'm playing oh, right now. If talking to me. Wow. It's when it's regional. Cause y'all grew up nearby. Yeah. Each other. Yeah. 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 Sure. Um, exactly. It's like, that it's, so, it's, it's that Boston accent. Yeah, that, <laughs> I love the family guy accent. Boston rules. <laughs> Um, uh, and I was like, dude, uh, cause he messaged me. He's like, Hey, uh, anyone, are you interested? I'm like, dude, you know, this is like a fucking scam, right? Like you should probably get out before it's too late. And he's like, actually, I love my job and actually I've made so much money doing it. It's like actually cool. And he's I'm like, like, my boss said I'm the number two guy. So it's yeah. not actually a scam. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, we've never met, but well, it's so funny because they would like they they. I saw his Facebook page is just all posts of the the company he works for. Like, it's just all resharing that shit, just purely like bullshit. And so, like, what they'll do is they'll they'll have like this little like uh like plastic check printout, and then they'll write in in whiteboard marker how much money they made that week, Damn. and I'm like. Or they're like, they're like, wow, this person made this much money in their first three weeks. And it's like a couple thousand dollars. But then when you break it down, it's like not even it's like it's like a low rate. It's like not even that much money. And I'm like, okay, so you're like making a little more than minimum wage doing this job. Like, Well, in New York, you know, (laughs) yeah. well, other other places, it's, you know, you're basically a king, you know, true. But like these are like rich kids. Oh, so yeah. Oh, that's drug money. Yeah. <laughs> so are they just like multi-level marketing for fun then? Like they just like want to talk to a bunch of Basically, people? Basically, they're, they're play acting like they're like like business people. They're just extroverts. Yeah. They're like, my job is sick because I just they're get like, to go on Facebook and connect like, with old friends. Yeah, I just get to like recruit people all day and I enjoy that. They have, <laughs> they have to level up so they can unlock the cocaine perk. Ooh. But they're not old enough. Does to that actually, out. is that something you get at the end of the... Is that what, that's that's at the top of the pyramid? Yeah, it's like a new game plus. So thing. what you're saying is oh, okay. he lives in Bushwick. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I think I know that guy. One <sighs> thing that I want to mention that I've realized about podcasting, especially when we have guests and visiting guests, is that literally all we're doing is we're just putting something extra in people's itineraries. We're like, hey, can you uh, on Saturday when you're here on vacation, <laughs> do you mind coming and recording this podcast with us? Hey, do you mind working? <laughs> oh my god, no. I love it. I love it. So we appreciate you being here. Thank you. Have you been on a have you been on podcast before? Um I have not been on a podcast wow. before. Podcast this debut. is my first yeah, my first wedding, my first podcast. Wow. Um, like I'm saying yes to things. Yeah. Yes and. Yes, yes and. Yes wow. You're yes and yes, everything. My, my like inspirational lifestyle guide. Yes and. How improv can no. change you the improv of IRL. No. <laughs> improv your life into yeah. something better. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people would buy that book. Yeah. God, right? 
you open it and it's just like blank pages. It's like figure it out. Have you Come guys, up with it. <laughs> do you, what is everyone's experience with self-help books, whether you read them or not, but just the ones you know of? I really enjoy the phenomenology around self-help books. Uh-huh. Um, I, I like that they exist. I like that they often have crazy names. Um, mm-hmm. And I like that people are out there being like, you know what I can do is write a book about how other people can be happy and live. And yeah. that's going to work out well for everyone. I mean, I would tell y'all about my favorite self-help book, but it's a secret. The secret. Wow. <laughs> wow. The secret's actually fucking whack. If anybody is a fan of The Secret. All right. I remember when that came out, but I never read it. And everyone was talking about it. Was it like a movie I, too. To this yeah. day, I don't understand what it was about. So The Secret is the law of attraction, which is like manifesting things. Like, just think about... Like what you want every day, and is it that will a come Jordan to you. B. Peterson book? Is it what? Is that a Jordan B. Peterson book? I I think so. Actually, <laughs> really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, is it actually? No, no. he didn't okay. write it, but it he might probably as well recommends be. it. Yeah, yeah he manifested like, this it book to be my life. A book that he wrote. Um, no, it's fucking stupid. But the law of attraction is like a thing that people say exists. But I don't buy that shit because every time I want something, I think about it and it doesn't happen. <laughs> you have to manifest harder. I'm yeah. manifesting as hard as I can. You just have to you have to close your eyes. You have to visualize what you want. And then you need to visualize it in a couple of different colors. So maybe the problem <laughs> is, is you're seeing something you want and you're the looking iPhone at it. The iPhone doesn't come in that many colors. In red. And you need to be looking at it in blue and green and yellow and periwinkle and fuchsia. In maroon, in gray, in light gray, <laughs> oh, wow. dark gray, the spectrum, black, white. Um, Did I say yellow? I don't know. Golds? Gold. I don't think I said gold. Strong. Yet. Colors? Anyone got colors? Do you have colors? No. Nah, uh, I, I, I don't know. I any think colors. I said pink. Yeah. This episode brought to you by Sorry, Crayola. I was busy manifesting. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. Yeah. Well, I was like, why won't share? Jacob stop talking? <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, you just go into nail polish colors and it's mm-hmm. all like like sex on the beach, peach. Like that's a color. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Yeah. Wait, nail polish colors are named the most bananas ass. They're the like horniest, they're all innuendos. Or yeah. like makeup or like blush or like any sort of makeup yeah. is like it's all like the horniest name. So yeah, hor- it's literally like fuck your best energy. friend's man eyeshadow. <laughs> 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 Damn, I should yeah, work literally. for one of those companies. I could come up with titles. It's a dream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could see you working for Glossier. Me too. I could um, definitely see it. You know, th- I, do, I do it for free. Though, it's like, you know, I was like, you could be wearing Glossier right now and we wouldn't know. I'm very sweaty. Hey, that's the power of it. <laughs> that highlight. Um, it's dewy. You're dewy. Dewy. It's a uh, dewy glow. I'm dewy. You're glowing. Uh, he's my favorite Malcolm in the Middle character. Um, <laughs> but no, so the secret, I didn't read the book, but in the movie. So it's like, you know, it was like one of those like on Netflix things. Mm-hmm. And it, Someone is like, so I visualized like my dream house that I wanted and I kept like, uh, what is it? A vision board. So mm-hmm. you do vision boards and they're like, and in 10 years, the house that I cut out and put on the dream board was the exact house that I lived in. Like, and I had forgotten about the vision board and it's like, that's fucking bullshit. Come on, bro. <laughs> bro. You fake. bought the same house that you had a picture of. <laughs> that's just you seeing that house and buying it because you recognized it and you didn't know why. That's wait. That also that's seems like so, a really cool thing, though. <laughs> it seems really cool still got if the it's house real. That is true. Yeah. yeah, it technically worked. Yeah, well, he's like, I'm almost done paying it off. 
after making up this lie about yeah. it for the secret. <laughs> yeah. I visualized this podcast this morning. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, oh, it was much shorter. Came to fruition. Ooh, mystical. <laughs> I had a different I had a different opening plans in my mind, but then I forgot it on the way over. Damn, so. that sucks, dude. Wow. Speaking of self-help books, a couple of days ago I was walking down the street and you know how there's like those like people who sell books like on the, the street? Yeah, with right? like a fold, folding table or whatever. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, sure. So there was two copies of The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck and both of them have been taken out of the cover and the cover was just there and it says people really didn't give a fuck I was like, say, yeah. <laughs> you know live by your mission statement yeah they were really like fuck it honestly mm-hmm. damn damn I did I, read he's just not that into you in high school and mm. adhere to that religiously by just assuming that nobody liked me ever that's really healthy um, it was that, good yeah no it really lowered myself that's really it's and, really healthy and like just a good foundation for the rest of your life yeah no one no is one likes into you, you <laughs> no one yeah. no one likes you now no one has ever liked you and no one will, will ever like you in the and future. i was like ah oh, yes time to internalize like yeah. <laughs> that's like, wait too, this right? answers all of my problems yeah yeah time to really attach to anyone who's remotely into me like <laughs> Yeah. I did the same thing with Infinite Jest. So, yeah. You know. Just self-help book Teaches you tennis. I was going to be like, don't worry, you'll understand later when you hear the footnotes. Yeah. <laughs> um, might I draw the comparison? Uh, Kingdom Hearts is the Infinite Jest for gamers. Do you think so? Mm-hmm. Or Metal mm. Gear Solid. Mm. Because everyone's like, no, like Infinite Jest, like you have to read the first like 600 pages and then it gets good. Mm-hmm. And then Kingdom Hearts is like, no, you just have to play the first three game, the first three games, and then the Game Boy games, and then you have to like buy this like pack the collection, and then you have to play all these things, and then watch these like t- uh, the two uh, animated films, and then it starts to get good. So, what's the infinite jest of movies? My question is: It mm. the David Foster Wallace one with Jason Segel? <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. What's that one called again? It's Wasn't like John Krasinski. Didn't he like? Was he not in that, or did he just bankroll it? Did he have anything? He had something to do with it? I think he was like deeply invested in in the David Foster Wallace film, but I can't remember in what way. I'm really happy about that. I'm really happy about that. I thought John Krasinski had like a whole new leaf with A Quiet Place. I was like, oh dang, he's like kind of artistic now. And now he did that one thing where he's like a soldier or something. And I'm like, (laughs) he's he's Jack Ryan. I know know what we're talking about. So John Krasinski directed brief interviews with Hideous Men. There we go. The... Uh, David Foster Wallace, like short story adaptation, which and Ben Gibbard is in it. Oh my god, yes, yes, he's one. He's one of the men. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) When when was this? This was this must have been like two thousand eight, two thousand ten. So he was still married to Zoe. Maybe like two thousand ten. So when Death Cab for Cutie was like still an interesting band. I mean, in my opinion. Not hideous, you know. I don't know. They could have. They definitely could have gotten someone more hideous. Yeah. Um, you know, like the rest of the band members. Yeah, everyone else. Chris Walla, Nick Zimmer. Uh, you know, I love Death Cab, but they all look fucked up. I mean, there's only. So, I don't think I've ever seen a picture. Really? Yeah, I was like, okay. I don't know what they look oh, like. The, ba- the bass player is like balding. Chris Walla looks like like Ben Gibbard on meth, maybe. Oh, um, he's just like a skinny small version but he's not in the <laughs> band anymore and then Jason McGurr the drummer is just a bald guy he just looks like any any he looks like the head on the uh the Mars Volta record on the Dilaus record <laughs> you know what? I like ugly bands I don't know you don't need to be hot yeah. so all the way at the end on the left that's the bass player uh 
you know, they're taking the picture from that angle. You don't see the male pattern baldness. And well, he did. He, he, Chris Wall was he on would the, do on his the, hair in, in this, like the curly thing on the side. Oh. Yeah. What's well, to like obscure the, the bald. He just looks like a girl, Victorian just, baby. Just get a lace front girl. <laughs> he looks like a balding <laughs> version of Joaquin Phoenix and gladiator. Just, oh, yeah. just get one of those black Bob shake and go lace front not even lace front just like a bo- just a black bob with bangs from the fucking party city and no one will know but it's like you see all the way to the left that's like meth ben gibbard like look at them next to each other <laughs> yeah yeah even though chris oh, wall was man. the best part when he left the band everything yeah that and then everything, everything, everything fell bleh. off the it's table. like yeah. um it's like come no, on bro I, just I do, do postal service too I, yeah i think we talked about that this, was all city dude i never got super into death cab I was really into I Death think I Cab. Missed I, the school. I missed like transatlanticism. Mm-hmm. We have the facts. I would probably we have put, the facts is my favorite. I would probably put that one up there in like my top ten albums for yeah. sure. We have the facts. We're voting yes. Yeah. yeah, that's probably love that shit. Yeah, I mean, I had like a six CD changer when I had a car in Florida, mm-hmm. and like maybe the last like five years of driving, like that was the second CD in the six oh, CD yeah. changer. It's it never came out. Oh, it's a great driving. Album. It's just a great record. Uh, you know, I have the the vinyl box set. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then I have an original photo album. Damn, that's, uh, that's pretty sick. Yeah. Death Cab was I feel fucking like tight. Too bad they're not it's just not. It's just, <laughs> it's just lifeless. I really yeah. definitely missed out. Because I don't think it's like one of those bands you can like go back and be like, I'm going to get into Death Cab for I totally. Right I mean, I still listen Some to it. Some of their early albums are pretty good, but their first like five or six albums are like yeah. really good. I think you should just get into their newest. But it one. definitely use the newest yeah, one to get yeah, into right. them. It, it definitely the, is. People mention the other ones, and I'm like, uh, don't even. I don't care really. Um, I, don't listen to these I only like narrow stairs. The best one, the creepy "I will possess your heart" song. Yeah, yeah. The lyrics are like a little sus. I uh the last one I like is Plans. That's like the end of the line for me. Yeah. And you know I'm skipping I will follow you into the dark. Which one's yeah. the one with the with the phone box with the and the pound oh, sign? Oh, codes and keys. Codes and it's, keys. Is that one good? It's a pound sign. Oh, that one uh, was, no, that one sucks. That one that one is after okay. they started to get Because I didn't even know who Death Cat for Cutie was, and then I think it was right around the time, or at least I was on Pitchfork at that time, and I remember mm-hmm. seeing it and I was like Wow, <laughs> <He's> <laughs> you're like so, you're like so, this, too young so this for is the what, OC. <laughs> this is what the kids yeah. are talking Seriously, about. These that's days. exactly it. If it wasn't on the OC, I didn't hear it. Why don't we, yeah, let's play some some uh, pull some up, Jeff. You pretend like you're cab. listening to it. Oh, I'll pretend. I, I know it. So <laughs> you know just tell her. me what song, and I'll, I'll run into my head. Let's go ahead. When you play the song, um, see, so yeah, I definitely tell Jeff what the song is, and then let's maybe like do a tap tempo. So Jeff can just know I'll, exactly. I'll do a, a conductor. Oh, please do, oh. please do. Um, Wait, so, but should we introduce? So this is this is old Death Cab. For yeah, game, so right? this is an old Death Cab song. Like it's from, this one, is of from one of their earlier. Yeah. Songs. All right, I think the second album. Yeah. All right, it's a little jangly. I kind of like the vocals in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this this song changed my life. To be honest, really. This is good. This is definitely good. You know, this is like when they were, um, like, not not really big yet. It's before they sold out. Yeah. Um, I, you know. I think I remember this song from season four, The Sopranos, when um, Meadow has Tony and Carmelo over to her apartment. Mm-hmm. I think they were playing this song. I think so too. It's a very cool song at that time. <laughs> yeah. Tony's like, the fuck is this? He's like, the fuck is this shit? 
He's like, put on the boss. Yeah, right. <laughs> you ain't got any fucking uh, Bachman Turner Overdrive? <laughs> <laughs> Not wow. even Ario Speedwagon? Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, to see it. Anyway, all right. So that's old Death Cab. I, I think that's good. It's pretty, pretty classic. Pretty I would say. What's the new shit sound like? So yeah, let's play the, a newer song. This is gonna be some. Um, this is the new stuff. This is what we what I deem bad music. Um, <laughs> it is. It is legally classified as bad music. Bad music. That's actually. Uh, I found it on a Spotify playlist called Bad Music. <laughs> It's a Spotify I curated just playlist. Yeah. Spotify for playlists. Bands with that the word suck bad. now. Yeah. <laughs> Bands that suck now would be a sick playlist. Yeah, yeah. honestly. Like, Let's make a collaborative wait, playlist. That's so that. fun. So wait, no, bad. definitely, definitely, definitely. All right. Oh, uh, yeah. New Death Cab. All right. And this is from the most recent album, right? Yeah. Yeah, they changed, oh, yeah, man. Is, but this is vaguely familiar, too. Well, it's on the radio all the time. Yeah, you probably heard it on the subway. It's very, it's kind of like shitty Van Morrison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right. Dude, fuck Van Morrison. Like, the Smiths are cool, but, like, that guy's got some <laughs> shitty opinions. <laughs> just not a good dude, dude. <laughs> like, come on, just there's, eat a burger, bro. There's, there's definitely a ton of people that conflate Van Morrison and Morrissey. <laughs> of course. Definitely. Oh, Wait, Van who's Morrissey? Who's Morrissey? <laughs> <laughs> It's like, did you oh. know Morrissey's first name is Van? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Nuts. Van Morrissey. say it's Steve, but bro, wrong. I, I will say, though, Van Morrissey is my favorite, like, 2014 uh, jangle pop band that lives in Bushwick. That's an Orchid Tapes band, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Van Shout, Morrissey. Shouts Orchid Tapes. All right, let's turn this shit off. This, this new Death Cab is bad, dude. It's, it's yeah, bad. It's not very good. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you have enough information now that you can complain about it, though. I think I... I yeah. I'm so you working, know where we're coming from? vocabulary. You know where we're coming from? Yeah. Yeah. Van Morrissey, The Sopranos, got it. Well, no, this actually reminds me, uh-huh. it makes a lot of sense that you don't know Death Cab, because when I worked at the Johnsons, that one shift I was bartending, you and Finn came, and I was playing Postal Service Give Up, and it was like four songs in, and you were like, you you said it was someone else I or something. I asked if it was Cassio Toe. You asked if it was Cassio <laughs> And I was, I was like, I thought... It was like a bit okay. that we were joking about it, Maybe and it then was. you and Finn kept talking, and then it was like not a bit. Uh, you know, because I think I been. went with it. I was like, "Yeah, it's Cassio Tim. It really could have been a bit, but it's like, I mean, if you're a certain age of an era, it's like that record. Everyone fucking knows it, like the Postal Service. Oh, it was like, huge. Such great heights. Yeah. Oh my god, I was I had so many feelings. That around song that. was was a hit. It became one yeah. that I skipped often. I like. The, yeah, the the like, what what else thing? was on that album? Um, there was a couple other songs that um, I liked. The other like the district sleeps alone tonight yeah. was another yeah. single that was like the first track. Yeah. The song's a banger. Uh, brand new colony. People like the. I think that's the one. that I think I'm gonna be your coat or some shit. Yeah, potential potential hard times article. Bartender tired of hearing the song skips such great heights every time. <laughs> wow. Literally my life. Yeah. Um, hard times. Send me a check. Uh, also, hard times owes us for stealing that fucking Ben Shapiro logic and reason thing. Oh, absolutely. So if you're listening, motherfuckers at hard times, because I know you listen to the podcast, because <laughs> some of y'all follow me. The jig is up. <laughs> yeah. We're going through hard times. The jig. Getting our content stolen. Yeah. The jig is up. The jig. You know, the well, gig is up. The thing is, is actually, um, 
Hard Times is actually owned by Jerry Media, so oh, <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. You know? It's all coming together. We should have seen it coming. It was a pattern. Oh, Dude, man. I love the Postal Service. Corel B's po- posting a new video today. I saw. Wait, does he do the Postal Service? Yeah, dude. This is this. Do you know Corel B? No. Oh, he's just this guy who stands in front of this mirror and like does covers of songs. Cool. It's insanely great. Which which song is this? I have no idea. Such great heights. It's such great heights. <laughs> I'm gonna listen to this independently later. <laughs> He's ripped. <laughs> yeah, I love the photo of himself. I know. Yeah, I was looking favorite. at that and trying to figure out. Self love is important. His room is really clean. It is. Kind of jealous. It's like minimalist. He's like flexing. Yeah. If he were a self help book, he'd be Marie Kondo because he doesn't have that much stuff. Yeah. So he has this. He has a ton of la- Vaseline over here, though. <laughs> For his hair, he has this very sure, ominous hair. thing where he drops tons of photos of himself on Twitter and then drops a video of a cover. And it's just like, let me show you these. They're so, there's so much power behind them. Wait, wasn't there a um, like a fun- yes? Oh my god, sorry, he's getting into it. He's dancing. Oh dude, he's popping. I can't believe you've never seen this before. Holy shit. Dude, I gotta learn how to move like that. Just like drop tons of photos and then boom there's a cover kid cutty pursuit of happiness amazing <laughs> amazing um wasn't there like a funnier die video with ben gibbard where they're like interviewing potential members when they did the reunion like they act like jimmy timberella is not going to be in it anymore and they're like auditioning people. something like that yeah i think it's pretty good if i recall correctly oh, it was i'm funny. so excited isn't this so good is this still such great heights Oh yeah, it's still such great heights. Damn, shocked I haven't skipped it yet. This is the Iron and Wine version, right? (laughs) (laughs) It's better than the original. Yeah. It's romantic. Send it to your crush. The cover of Nobody... Wait, wait, yeah, wait, 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 I want to see the cover what if, of Nobody. What, what if you made a mix CD for your crush and you labeled it with all the artist names, but it's all rips of Corel <laughs> yeah, B covers? Because he's done like every song. He's I love done that. everything. Folks, if you don't know who Corel B is, you need to do yourself a damn favor. You need to go online. Just search the name. <laughs> we gotta get <laughs> him on the says, podcast. Dude, the first comment is, please do Blood Hail by Have a Nice Life. <laughs> please, Corel. Oh do blood hails. Do you think he Arrowheads, does? Dude. Do you think he does like um like a My Chemical Romance? I'm. He's done. He does so much. I think he has like like tons of videos. I also would like to see like a prayer. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's, very he long. has done like a prayer. Yeah, dude. Almost certain of it. Oh yeah, welcome to the Black Parade. Hell yeah, that's what I was wanting. That's what I. That, that's that's what's the intros. The spot. intros are so long. Well, yeah, I like that he has to get into it. <laughs> this is Dude. the Black Parade. <laughs> Dude, he moves like Mac from Always Sunny, like yeah. fight dancing. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. like at first I was like, he looks like like a Street Fighter character that's like yeah. waiting for you to start moving, like jumping up and down. <laughs> But instead of fighting, he just starts singing My Chemical just, Romance. <laughs> dude, honestly, I would game yep. if that was a thing. I get it. <laughs> oh, do that. Yeah, it's unfortunate like- that this is an, this podcast is an audio format because this is a extremely visual, visual 
thing. So, so is, we'll link. We'll, we'll link, link, we'll link these. Do, do you think he's good at DDR? I feel like he would Dude, be really good at DDR. No question. Yeah. I remember when this song came out, and I remember crying. Honestly, mm-hmm. I was in like seventh or eighth grade, and I was like. This is the deepest shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and they have that other song, like Cancer, on the album. Cried to that song, too. So sad. <laughs> you were like, it was the deepest song I ever heard until I heard Immortal Techniques Dances with the Devil. I yeah, just dude. remember bringing my CD player to first period art class in middle school. Putting that shit on and shedding a couple of tears before I got my uh, I'm acrylic so- painting on. Okay, when I was in middle school, the art uh-huh. teacher... Um, it was like, oh, bring in your music and we'll play it during class. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. so I brought in OK Computer because that's what I was listening to. And yeah. this fucking asshole who like I hated all through middle school and high school gave me so much shit. He literally went over to the CD player and turned it off. Holy wow. moly. Yeah, that is. That's so, a yeah, lot. Um, uh, Radiohead fans are oppressed. Call sure. them out. Mm-hmm. Um, Call him on yeah, the podcast. What's his name? Say his name. No, I'm not going to say his name. Say he's, his damn name. He's a creep. Are you still afraid of him? Nope. We should break You're this down. No, I'm not, afraid, I'm not fucking scared of him, <laughs> dude. Not I'm not fucking scared of him, dude. No, I just, I just don't want to say it. It's like, let's That's stop fair. talking about it, though. <laughs> Getting anxious. Shut the fuck up, dude. Uh, yeah, I have a similar, like, in uh, middle school and sixth grade in band, we all had to pick a song, like, one song yeah. mm-hmm. to play for the class. So I obviously, as most as you would think most uh 11 or 12 year olds would go with blink 182's damn it mm-hmm. i was the only mm-hmm. one shockingly that played that but i had to get approval and i had to turn down the sound really quick when he says fucked her <laughs> <laughs> and then turn it back up so i played the radio version for band class yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. um <laughs> that's so funny i think it's so it it's still the song I would pick. If Can you I had still to play it? Can I, no, I didn't. I, oh, I played didn't it on CD. It. No, no. Wait, yeah. so band class was just like listening to bands? Well, like the first week of like middle school band, it was like, you know, you're like talking about music and stuff. And it's like, tell us like about like what type of music everyone's oh. into. And, you know, but yeah, no, I never learned it on the clarinet, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. but I, I would watch that cover. That I so own dope. the clarinet, so I still could learn it. Because after three years of band, it was like had twenty dollars left in the rental to pay it off. Yeah, so I was like, "Yeah, I'll fucking buy a clarinet." <laughs> yeah, so I have a clarinet. It's an alto, um, dude. And gotta, I will learn. Gotta damn bring it, that shit over. Yeah, yeah, you should do it. We can sample some tones. Out of that thing. Yeah, Jacob just wants to sample it. Yeah, that's true. Well, you know, now that I live in New York, it's like you know, going to the Stone, listening to John Zorn. It's like yeah, it's dude. good to have. You know, mm-hmm. it's like scene points. Yeah, you know, it really is. It's like you know, I show up with like like dressed as a steampunk and then just like rip some uh, improv, some some yes and mm-hmm. on the clarinet. Some stream of consciousness. Yeah, and I clarinet. just squeal on it and yeah. then that's fucking free jazz, bro. Yeah, dude. It's free jazz. It's free jazz. And it's like Tim Heidecker. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's free jazz. Free jazz. Dude. I was just trying to find my presentation. I'll write that down. It's for funny. my music appreciation class in high school. <gasps> 
I did a whole presentation on Radiohead, and I'm pretty sure it was, <laughs> it was really fucking bad. Like, also, wait, to like, be clear. Why Radiohead is the smartest music ever written? Music appreciation class is just listening to bands, though, right? Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay, cool. No, I did that. I had a, I, well, I, in my general music class, we did like a, uh, we actually did a project where we had to pick a band that we'd never listened to before, like a genre, and like listen to it for like a month. And it was like, it was good. Tight. So like, but it was, you know, it was so funny. I chose Moby because I didn't really listen to electronic music. So Nightcore. I listened. I listened to Moby. Yeah, I should have chose Nightcore. Nightcore. I don't actually. I don't even know if Nightcore existed back Nightcore then. Nightcore was it must way have too str- No, it, what it's year too is strong. this? It must have this is like 2007. Oh yeah, Nightcore was there. Okay, yeah, it was in the in the in the depths of early YouTube. Mm. But um, I chose Moby because I didn't really ever listen to any electronic music, uh-huh. uh, and I also um, you know, it was just so deep, you know. It was well, a different you time. Know, um, Mo- Moby hadn't been fully canceled like, yet. Yeah. I, I didn't know anything about his I music, wanna, but he was I my idol because I loved Natalie oh, Portman and so did he. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but then my teacher was like, yeah, so I'd never really listened to hip hop before. So uh, here's <laughs> so I uh, to Moby. <laughs> no, no, no. So he was like, so she was like, uh, so I started listening to hip hop and I was like, what could it be? And she goes, Vanilla there's this rapper, rapper called ASAP Rock. Oh, shit. Holy moly! And so, uh, that was that was the hip hop Aesop Rock, the yeah, literary Aesop Rock boy. Yeah, I not Aesop Rock because he uh, yeah he's sick. Uh, he collaborated with John Darnielle with the Mountain Goats. So oh, there you go. That's I all just, it takes for me. That's all it takes. She's like, she's like, um, yeah, I never listened to hip hop before, so I uh, so I found a, a white rapper. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> his name is Uncle Adam. Uh, um. I found some seriously cringy content. Apparently, all right, all right, we're reading this now. In 2012, I wrote an essay for maybe some sort of class in college called Soylent the Future. <laughs> <laughs> Is this ironic or not? I don't know. <laughs> I am not really sure. And I'm deeply, deeply worried at the what the content is. Is it might dated? Be. Is there a, a date? On it's, the- uh, it's November 20th, 2012. 2012. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, I think maybe I'll post it somewhere, but I don't, I don't think I want to read it yet because I right. need to screen the content. That's around the time yeah. when I did my screamo PowerPoint in college. Really? Screamo yeah. PowerPoint? I, I, did, I didn't talk about this on the pod before. So no. I took a, uh, like right at the end of college, I needed another um, like English culture class credit. And, of course. Um, I had this like cool, like, like 30 something year old, like tattooed punk professor for English like one which was like 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 British English ah. uh, history and he was teaching this class and it was called like yates. the culture of punk <laughs> much of yates it was it was like a class about punk mm-hmm. and I like the teacher was like, you know, if I missed class, he's like, you don't really have to come. <laughs> he's like, he's he's like, like you already know. Because it's, it's like they started in the beginning and he's talking about like Patty Smith and like he like the Velvet Underground was like, like in the conversation for mm-hmm. some fucking reason. Well, actually, Jeff, it's like actually the only the Velvet Underground was considered by some to be a prototypical yeah. punk. Velvet Underground actually influenced the sex pistols because that's where Sid learned how to hurt women from Lou Reed. <laughs> Jesus um, Christ. You know, big influence on Lou Reed, big influence on Sid Vicious. Um, wow. But yeah, so that class is weird. And I had to do a, like, like a 
15 or 10 page paper and PowerPoint presentation on something. And I did it on scrams, screamo, yeah. real emo of the nineties. I think I have the PowerPoint somewhere. You should find Dude, it. That's uh, fucking hilarious. I definitely yeah, have I find my radio head PowerPoint. <laughs> I definitely have the paper about it. Yeah. But yeah. So you were writing the Soylent essay when I did that. Just so everyone knows that we were educated in 2012 out there. Do you have anything that you did in college or wrote in college that you would be embarrassed about now? Oh, absolutely. Um, Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, No, I'm just thinking about how. So first of all, I will say that I did drop out of college. Um, So but there was a period in which like. Yeah, it was great. Uh, no, no student loans, not a big deal. Um, <laughs> Galaxy brain, yeah, yeah, right? Like expanding. Oh, I don't, I don't or like, have to or like do the, this the thinking anymore. brain moves. Like you have to pay student loans if you drop out of college. Yeah, right. No, it's, uh, that's, yeah, the guy pointing at the forehead. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was the scam. Um, yeah, basically, I was in a bunch of photography classes yes. as like my minor. So, in case you want to know about my work ethic level, it was photography minor. Okay. Um, Hell yeah. Which is very low. <laughs> it's like, uh, and basically, I think that I just sort of used it as a way to take extremely graphic analog nudes <laughs> and just turn those in like aggressively. You're like, and like the teachers project. like were just so like, they didn't want to have any sort of confrontation and it's so personal that they kind of couldn't like critique right. it in any way. So I would just get <laughs> B minuses in every class. Like they just would not speak to me. And I would just be like, here's an extreme close up of my vagina. And they would just be like, I, I, it's unfeminist of us to not give her a decent grade. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Right. work on the lighting. Yeah, like it was, <laughs> it was the greatest scam of all time. Um, you truly wow. hacked the system. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, had I had I gone on to use those credits to graduate, it would have been a great scam. But um, instead, I think I just learned a lot about myself and my body, and that's pretty cool. Well, you have a great, like, you have a great body great. of work now. Yeah, yeah saved yeah, up. That's right. the <laughs> For yeah. like an anonymous, it was Instagram really redeeming after you know my he's just not into you adolescence. <laughs> right, the, it was the, it was my buildings, Ramon. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, he's just not into you. There was a movie, but it wasn't a movie about the book, right? It was no. like a dramatic. I don't know. All thing. I know is the yeah, movie. it was a movie about like ten people being kind of into each other. Yeah, I think like ScarJo was in it. Playing all of them. Is it like Matthew McConaughey like, or something? Matthew or McConaughey was in there six times as well. No, yeah. that, that <laughs> was. That's how to lose a guy in 10 days. Is that different? Yeah. It, not the same? It's same, same concept, I think. Um, it's all like, like, this guy's going to hate me. Yeah. <laughs> like all the, all those. I'm not like other girls. <laughs> I'm a little bit difficult, but still extremely hot. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my number. Yeah. <laughs> Call me maybe. Um, but yeah, no, I saw some of those movies, not all of them, but I imagine. I recently rewatched Never Been Kissed. Um, mm-hmm. Loved it as like a 10 year old. Now it's really fucked up. I'm like you, like this woman is like 30 Pedophile. and going Wait, into school oh to like date like we, a high schooler. We watched that the other week and I was, I okay, I, Jen was watching it and I got home and it was like in the middle of the movie when they're already at like the dance. Yeah. And I walk in and I'm, and I started watching it for about 10 minutes and I'm like, what the fuck is going yeah. on? <laughs> like, like, it's so she, who's crazy. the, who's the actress? Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. Like, you walk in, you're Drew watching Barrymore. for 10 minutes and you're like, Wait. Is that the girl from E.T.? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Drew Barrymore is like doing her thing in the dance, and then there's a room of adults watching her yeah, on surveillance. Like hoping camera. that she makes out with his child. And I didn't even realize that that's what was happening because it would just cut back to them and be, they'd be like, "Come on, come on, come on, come on," and I'd be like, "I'd be like, okay." And then I'm like, "Why are they watching her on surveillance?" It's a missed opera. Chris Hansen cameo. Yeah, right. They fucked it well, up. Well, and the other crazy and part then, is that her romance, like her true love, is the teacher, but the teacher doesn't know that she's an adult, so he's yes, falling in love yes, with her, thinking that's the that fucking, she's a teenager. That's the fucked up so thing. Like, he's at the fucking dance. Arm he's like, like so he's great. like hitting yeah, on her know. at the dance, and and then she re- does she reveal to him that she's not actually yeah, and like, he's like sixteen upset by it. Yeah, like he's she like, has what? to like apologize. He's like, it's so gross. <laughs> you, but it's like you ruined my whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Wait, and then isn't the isn't the climax of the uh, of the um, they kiss on like a baseball? Yeah, it's the, she's yeah. waiting on the something. baseball mound, and there's a yeah. crowd of people watching her. And and she's just I will say this there. is the first of two Drew Barrymore movies in which she kisses someone on a baseball. I know, mound as like yeah. the climactic moment. Charlie's yeah. Angels? <laughs> no, yeah. it was some. It was a movie like about baseball. No, it's called don't uh, Home fuck. Run Catch. Kiss. It's yes, yeah, the Red Sox uh, movie. Yeah. It's the one. Is it the one with Freddie Prince Jr.? Wait, but <laughs> no, no, it has um. He's in a baseball. It's movie. Jimmy Fallon. Yes, it's Jimmy oh, Fallon. Yeah. I was like, it's it is in. James Fever pitch. Fever pitch. Fever Fever pitch. Fever I would say pitch. it's an experimental choice of mm. casting. Oh, now that we know what that word truly. is, yeah. Uh, so good that we have that like working language now. Yes, this is discourse now. Dude, <laughs> Fever Pitch would have been good if it was directed by Harmony Corinne. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I love Fever Pitch. In fact, I refer to it as Pitch Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> that's really, the Pitch Perfect damn, that good I know. Point. Good point, Wait, but yeah. I will say, have you guys seen Thirteen Going on Thirty? Because very similar yes. plot. And I like, it's like that one. But he knows that she's like a child. Yeah, but she's what Jennifer Gardner? Yeah, yeah like that she's secretly goofy. a child. It's goofy. I they play that movie on repeat in the Eagle Rock Planned Parenthood waiting room, and I just think it's <laughs> such an that is truly the experimental choice. Like I find it <laughs> yeah. so fascinating that like they yeah they actually play really good sleepover rom coms, which I appreciate. But that one I've seen multiple times. Yeah. Sleepover rom coms are definitely great. My two personal faves are Devil Wears Prada mm-hmm. and Julia and Julia. Yeah, Hands we've down. talked about Julie and Julia. I, like I love Julie those two years so much, yeah. unabashedly. Julie and Julia, I've probably seen five times this year. Hands that's down. that's wow. fucked this up. Year. We're not even. Movies. We're in. It rules. What's your favorite part? <laughs> Is it when she has to make the duck thing? I I like all the like the Julia Child backstory mm-hmm. stuff. I think that that's really good. Yeah, yeah. The Julia Child lore. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the lore goes so deep in that movie, dude. Yeah, I wish it was have, Julia Roberts. Down. The, have you sad. ever actually cooked something from a Julia Child cookbook? No, but so I borrowed, well, me and my partner borrowed my mom's Julia Child cookbook, but have not started, like nothing's been started for me yet. I but have, and I, I will warn you that it. it is very complicated. That's what I thought. She is not afraid to dirty 20 dishes. <laughs> Jesus. I don't have the kind of dishwasher for that. Yeah. Not in New York. <laughs> no. No. Uh, oh my 20 goodness. dishes. Wow. But it's pretty good. It's oh, like yeah. fine. Speaking, it's speaking of like that kind of style of movie, mm-hmm. um, I saw Mamma Mia 2 when it came out. Same. But I hadn't seen the first oh, one. Yes. You're like, so uh, instead I listened to ABBA's greatest hits before I got to the theater. Yeah, and it all made sense. Yeah. Um, but no, I remember we were in the theater. And uh, I was with Jen and like a bunch of other people and we were all watching and they were just going crazy because it was like fan service, the movie, basically, like every scene was like, you know, just like a big, exciting scene. So like, have you seen Mamma Mia 2? No, but I have listened to the album. Have you seen the first one? No, I've never oh, seen wow. any okay. Mamma's Mia. I saw the play. I saw the play. I saw the play. Yeah. And I've never seen the films. Um 
But like the plot is spelled out in the ABBA album, right? Like there is a 17 year old dancing queen. There's like a wedding. And they go somewhere again. So it's like a wedding. There's like a, it's like a destination <laughs> wedding. SOS. Yeah, it's right. a disaster. Yeah. It's, it's very, it's very straightforward. Yeah. The police song. Yeah. The, the like second movie though is like filled with plot holes compared so to the first one. That's the thing. One. So okay. we, we were watching and uh, so the plot of Mamma Mia is um, uh, the daughter doesn't know who her real dad is. Right. I forget all the actors' names off the top of my head. Uh, who, who plays? Colin Firth, um, Scar- Stellan Skarsgård, and Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, so those are the three are the mystery dads. mystery yeah, dads. dads. I was hoping you would say and like Sylvester Stallone. No, I, for some reason. I give you the right wish, answer. Mm. <laughs> it could have been writer. And uh, fucking uh, Tony Soprano. <laughs> James Gandolfini, yeah. James no, Gandolfini, no. the character Tony Soprano. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's yeah. a crossover. Yeah, dude, that'd be so Ripped sick. It's both, actually you know. Pierce yeah. Brosnan. I mean, it's Colin all Italian Earth, to me. <laughs> and New York City, but New York City is a character. It's yeah. actually James oh Bond, Tony Soprano, <laughs> Mamma Mia Three, Chef's dude, Kiss. Imagine a Mamma Mia fighting game. <laughs> I don't know about Holy it. Shit, I, I wish they would keep the Mamma Mia franchise going and do like another one, but pick a different band, but still call it Mamma Mia. And then it's like suddenly it's like what Fleetwood band? Mac or something. Ooh, Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac is people, pure fan service. People though, would fucking I would, I would love shit. that. Everyone yeah, would I would it. absolutely watch a Fleetwood Mac rom-com. Yeah. Call it like, Mamma Mia 4 or some shit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Nona sauce time. Like <laughs> Mamma Mia 4, the rumors are true. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, 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 just to finish the story, I was in watching Mamma Mia 2. Yes. It's all backstory to like, so basically um, the mom is like in Greece and she has rendezvous with three different guys and she doesn't know who got her pregnant, basically. So she, so the Pretty whole movie sick. is the backstory. Like I know, right? The backstory of her rendezvous with all these guys and you're like, oh, maybe it was him or maybe it was him. And so then I'm like midway through the movie and I'm like, I turned to Jen and I'm like, I don't know what's going on right now. <laughs> it's so complicated. And she's like, wait, what? I'm like, I haven't seen the first one. She's like, you haven't seen the first one? Like, how are you watching this? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Oh so God. like, it was, it was pure, it was like a puzzle film. It was like, uh, <laughs> it was yeah. like, it was like a, David Lynch a puzzle movie. and yeah. you didn't have all the pieces. It's like it was seven. like, it was like Mall like, and Drive 2 Mall or something. Drive, yeah. or like, yeah. I, I also want to say that I kept making Italian references earlier because I did not know that Mamma Mia took place in Greece. I thought that it took place in Italy. It no, that's the thing. It's, make, why would you call it Mamma Mia if it's not Italian? It's that's the thing. It's, it's insane. It, As an Italian American, I feel like Mama that's Mia, appropriation. Mamma Mia has absolutely no right to exist in any logical way, but it just does. Because that's like, a Swedish. <laughs> Yeah, Someone no, yeah, ABBA's yeah. the Swedish band. The songs already existed. And so they made a song about, I think they're American, and they go on a vacation to Greece and singing But, but Meryl lives songs. there. Meryl lives there, though. Okay. So well, her she, island. Well, she moves there. She moves there, sure, but she lives there. for. She's lived there for a while. Okay. So no, it's but, like, but Mamma Mia 2 is when she's Mamma on vacation. Is when she's younger, the, yeah. the reason for all of this, guys, is simple. If you really, if you look at the credits... um, the the song Mamma Mia by ABBA was actually written by Frank Sinatra. So that's okay. why it's called Mamma Mia. And then the mo- the movie story play was actually written by John Stamos, who is Greek. So it just makes a lot of sense, you know. A lot you know, of people I, coming from a lot of I think I really course, need, I need to sit down and watch Mamma Mia Advent Children to get the rest of the lore. <laughs> we should start a change.org petition to reclaim Mamma Mia's Italian heritage. We have it's James racist. Gattolfini... 
as one of the dads. Hologram. Everybody Hologram. says gabagool and mozzarella. Yeah. They all partake in eating the ceremonial gabagool and mozzarella. Yeah. Another dad is Mario. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Mar- yes. The Which is Mario. also fucked up because the Mario movie, John Leguizamo is Luigi and he's Hispanic. That's, <laughs> That's cultural appropriation though. And Mario, the guy that plays him, not even a plumber. Fucked up. That's so fucked up. They true. couldn't find a plumber. Dennis Hopper, fucking King Koopa, not even a king. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Dude, Someone I need to watch that movie. The Mario Brothers one? The Mario Brothers movie. The Mario it's, Brothers it's movie absolutely is fucking insane. insane. Yeah. It's absolutely insane. The Goombas? Mm. Yeah. No, it, it's. Another, that's another movie that has absolutely no right to exist. <laughs> the mushrooms look so gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like stringy and it's like. Nasty. Isn't Goomba also like. It's an Italian Italian, yeah. Well, that's probably why they're called Goombas because Mario's like fucking Goombas. You know what I mean? Like yeah. in the movie. Yeah. Who plays Mario? Is that Danny DeVito? No. <laughs> I wish. <dude. laughs> that would be insane. Hold on. He's just younger. That's him. That movie would be lost sure. if that was the case. Pretty sure it's him. Right off of Twins, he, uh, you know. Opening up that IMDb page. Just so we can... Because the thing is, people will listen to the podcast and be like, oh, you gave us wrong information. So if we make sure we give them right information, the we thing literally is, can't if, lose. If you're it's wrong Bob Hoskins and John... Leguizamo. Uh, Leguizamo. Leguizamo. He's fucking Tibbles insane. In uh, Romeo and Juliet. Romeo plus <laughs> yeah. Romeo, Romeo uh, William Shakespeare presents Romeo. The hot Dude, 90s one? Think about this. The Wikipedia says uh, the setting was inspired by Super Mario World. It Aren't takes place in, in like gritty New York. It's in New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's insane. It has mm-hmm. nothing to do with well, Super, Super Mario, Super Mario World. World is actually an outlet store in Queens. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, true. Um, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's where you go to get yeah. uh, strainers and yeah. um, plungers mm-hmm. and uh, mushrooms mm-hmm. and um, what kind of mushrooms? dinosaur eggs. Uh, you know, big, drop, one, big ones. <laughs> drop some vegan knowledge one, for us. Ones that give you know you, about different mushrooms. Ones that give you life. <laughs> They're green. Uh, you know, it's right It's right off Governor's Island. It's a small subset called Yoshi's Island. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. You know. Um, very, very New York. Yeah. You know, New York vibes. Um, lots of pipes. Sure. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. That's the end of my Bowser's Castle's a DIY space. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Actually, that's They're hosting a rave. No, it, yeah, it's like, <laughs> yo, bro, I'm going to Ghost House next week. It's uh, where you buy your ketamine. A, yeah. <laughs> it's like messaging on Facebook. It's like, hey, uh, the flyer said to message for the address to Luigi's Mansion. Yeah. I, um, I see that it's in Bed-Stuy, but where? It's oh. like, you'll see it, bro. There's, it's haunted. God. You just walk into Luigi's mansion. Luigi's like smoking cigarettes inside and is trying to sell you Tecates out of a cooler for four dollars. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> As someone Bro, who lived Aviv, in like, Bushwick houses that have names, that's yeah. exactly what they're set up the merch table. They're just like less charming, but that. <laughs> You literally hate to see a named house. Yeah, literally. I was like being an adult entering like basically my late 20s is just being like, I will not live in a house that comes pre-named. Like, like a punk house. Yeah. I refuse. Cursed. I don't want to hear about it. Like, yeah. It's like it's it's um it's like one of the Drake memes where it's like uh, the historic houses are like a plus. Yeah. It's like, and then it's like the named houses that people still live in are absolutely No, not. it's just them letting you know that they're never going to give you back your deposit. <laughs> like they have spent your point. deposit before you move in. Yeah. Like, 
Excellent point. It's like if I wanted 12 roommates, I'd move to Williamsburg. <laughs> You know. So you, you used to live in New York and now you're in L.A.? Yeah, now I'm in L.A. So what's the, what, what is the main distinction, would you say? Um, that's a good question. I think that my honest answer is probably just that L.A. has a culture of like being good to yourself in a way that is like, I mean, I think the commodification of wellness is like incredibly annoying and problematic mm-hmm. in its own ways. But I will say just for me that living in a like in a city where I'm peer pressured to like go to sleep at a reasonable time Mm. and like not do a bunch of drugs and stay out forever. And to like, I don't know, like being pressured to like eat and like, well, and stuff is super good for me. That's a good Um, point. Cause when I lived in New York, I was a fucking mess. And like, there's none of that culture. Like even in like like. the (laughs) two days that I've been here, like I've already hung over, thrown up on an R train platform. And I was like, Oh wow. We haven't done that in years. You're like, like, all right, check that off my to-do list. All it takes is being here for like 30 hours. And I'm like, Oh, that's right. I will die if I live in this city anymore. Like I just can't do it. I think I'm too, um, I'm too soft. I need other people to tell me how to live. And like the, uh, the goop cold mentality of Los Angeles has oh, really yeah. proven those to be incredibly j- healthy for me. Eggs <laughs> yes. I actually wrote an article for mask magazine about Yoni eggs. Oh my um, God. It did not improve my life. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler. I'll uh, save you 600 wow. words to let you know. Wait, uh, you're saying wait, you reviewed them? Yeah. Oh yeah. I wrote a Yoni egg review. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, That's the guy from why, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yoni egg. Yoni Yoni egg. egg. Yeah. Shout out why? Shout out I Cincinnati. Love, Shout out Anticon Record. Shout out <laughs> Cloud Dead. That's a. This that's, podcast is just a word association game. Yeah. Well, really you know, I'm here, so like that's just the way my brain works. Sponsored by Muzzy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Fuck you by Van Morrison's new record, The Queen is Dead. Yeah. Can't wait. Classic stuff. Queen is Dead 2. It's going to come out when Morrissey just assassinates the Queen. It's like a picture of Princess Diana on the cover. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a Queen. Rip. The R. Queen R. is Dead. Yes. <laughs> Jesus Do y'all Christ. feel like you're gonna die if you keep living in New York? I totally I'm gonna die I mean, wherever I, I live, probably. Oh, that's true. That's a good point. <laughs> I just I kind of want it to be like Dark Souls, where you just die over and over again and just just respawn oh, as an undead. That's dope. At the, at the last <laughs> at the last bonfire you rested at. That's what New York is like to me. I like New York, but I'm also like one of those New Yorkers who just like stays at home all the time. I'm also one of those yeah. New Yorkers that calls themselves a New Yorker after two years. Yeah, right. Shut the <laughs> fuck up, dude. Shut you know what? You know what? Yeah, I yeah, think that's, for five, that's so. most people who live in New York, but no one will admit it. That what? that they would much rather just stay inside and hang and just I think like that's be it. alone. I think that I, I, I think I think people yeah. force themselves to not do that when in fact most people would in fact want to do that. Well, then you I get fucked up because it's the only way to deal with like being awake and in social situations the, every night. Yeah. Like, so like so okay, you're, here's your day to day in New York. And by the way, I really like living in New York. But like, thanks for the disclaimer. My yeah. <laughs> I didn't wanna, what I'm about to say is really I didn't want to scare anyone. <laughs> no, but either I stay at home and just like play video games or like watch YouTube or I go out and I stay out till like 2 a.m. Like that's like the two, those are the yeah. two options. Yeah. Like, those and are the two drink, genders. 2 it's, it's, it's the two genders for 2 sure. 2 a.m. Why are you going and home so early? I know. That's Bars open until 4. Yeah. Well, if True. I go to a drag show, then I'm home at like 5. Well, the thing wow. is you get to tell people, you're like, oh yeah, the bars are open until 4. There's all this cool shit you can do. And they're like, and they're like, well, what do you do? And I'm like, well, you know, I've actually just been, um, I've been going through the Janice Films collection. <laughs> yeah, it's like, bro, my room is eleven hundred dollars. You think I'm going to go out? Yeah, <laughs> I feel most rich at home. Yeah. yeah, 
I only live uh, here so I can tell other people that you can do that. Exactly. I don't do it. I only live here exactly. to roast the Mario movie and not be <gasps> judged. And talk about how much I love bodegas. Yeah, just like, bodegas. Oh, you can't get a bacon. Yo, you ever heard of bodegas? I do love dude? a bodega. I did see a great bodega cat a couple blocks away mm-hmm. from here. Oh, yeah, and the, the best thing about it was the cat was great. But everyone else in the bodega was like going off about how good this cat was. Like I came in and I was like, bodega cat. <laughs> and like some old dude who definitely doesn't work there, but sits in a chair there all day anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like love is was just like, oh, well, she's the best, but she'll turn on you. She'll like, bite you. And then some other person who doesn't work there came in and was like, yeah, I just like to feed her sometimes. So I'm good <laughs> snack time. Like it was just like it was like kind of just like a, a cat visiting center that it's also the, the happened bodega, to sell seltzer. The bo- like, yeah, the bodega's a yeah, front for yeah. this cat's grift, which yeah. is just getting snacks from strangers. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, so and that was great. I do miss that. Well, you, know, you know you know about the cat thing about with like cat litter? Yeah. But it's like cat bodegas. You know the cat, thing about cat, cat litter and like how there's like something in their feces, like this parasite oh, that, that makes people go crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. The people are opening bodegas because they're actually getting... Some of that stuff in the feast isn't like, we got to open a bodega. I don't know why. We have to take care of this cat. I have to do it, yeah. I have to make terrible sandwiches and take I care saw, of this cat. Uh, I saw a headline um, yesterday and it said, uh, new study shows that cats can understand when you're calling their name. They just choose to ignore you. And I'm like, oh, that's just like me at work. Yeah. yeah. Like I just, that's great. I read I somewhere that like <laughs> that's that shit with like ravens and crows. Like crows can learn more words than a parrot, and actually they have the function to speak them, but they just choose not to learn language. They're like, we don't want to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're like, they're this, like no. this is. They're like, not I'm not going to open my mouth. That fucking Walt Disney put a bunch of bad words in there. Yeah, yeah. It made me look racist. So now <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. <laughs> What a Dumbo. <laughs> Bro, Dumbo. Oh my goodness. Shouts out to Walt Disney and Shout his, out to uh, Down his Under the Manhattan yeah. Bridge Overpass. Mm. Dumbo. Good, yeah, good one. Dumbo, yeah. I went to Disneyland last week and I got trapped in the Pirates of the Caribbean ride for an hour. That one's spooky. That's like playing Kings of Hearts. I was actually really grateful that we were past all the dead pirate parts mm-hmm. because like, I don't know, I'm sensitive. But like we were... We were in sort of like the pillaging part where mm-hmm. like it's all of the, it's the like, Johnny Depp like the men chasing women in circles. And yes. they're like, this is fun. Like, this is for children. And it's like a drunk dude like trying to feed um, his pirate cats some liquor. So we just like were stopped there for a straight hour listening to him like do like listening to the music He's a listening robot, to like right? one yeah one like animatronic sentence over and over again and every three minutes they would stop it and be like like hi passengers looks like we've got some stormy seas ahead if you just keep your arms and legs inside the boat we'll be going on momentarily and like but for an hour it was so bad should have just swam back i was considering it i was the water's like this deep that happened to me it's actually surprisingly deep they eventually turned the lights on and we got to climb out and walk around pirates of the caribbean which was kind of cool to escape Um, but like yeah i would say it's like the three foot high seas Mm -hmm. like yeah three foot high and rising you know if you're you're wearing a pant it's not a great option did you guys have to get in the water no they they like gondoliered the boats over and like escorted us out yeah it was that's just like Venice, dude. It was yeah, very romantic. Like, like, yeah. This isn't Pirates of the Caribbean. This is Titanic. Yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> the Titanic ride. Imagine. Yeah. It's like yeah, I was stuck you get at to the watch your lover die yeah. and drift away. That's the end of the ride. God, I actually really do want a Heart of the Ocean necklace. Oh, um, me too. Isn't like didn't like Vetement put one in their new show or something like that? Or like, I imagine. I think they did, but I want one from Amazon. I just um, want to drop it into water, like yeah. somewhere. Excuse me. Don't you, you mean vitamins? <laughs> 
vitamins. Oh, vitamins. actually, um, I took the Muzzy course on fashion, so. Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Muzzy and like a Versace. Yeah. Like, Muzzy. Versace. <laughs> Dude, Muzzy, Muzzy killed uh, Gianni Versace. I don't know Whoa. if you heard this. Yeah. I actually saw FX produce that, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Damn, maybe it's mm-hmm. not bad. Maybe if you Google like designer heart of the ocean, some like high couture fashion person put a heart of the ocean necklace in their recent show, and heart I will the, die on that heart hill. of the ocean necklace. Real <laughs> sick. Yahoo answers. Like, I don't know. Is bro. heart of the ocean like a answered? It's a Craigslist ad. Real? It's like contact Rose. <laughs> Damn. She lived. Yeah. If we don't figure it out, Bruh. I'll have to like. Dude, material design popped out. Oh, wow. This, look at this huge fucking circle on my screen. Wow. Wow. I really, really want one. Thanks, Google. You know? There's a bunch of knockoffs of yeah. it. Yeah. It's definitely a bunch of like. You can get one for like 300 That's $800? Like, Zales. imagine. Damn, dude. That shit's plastic. Yeah. Again, Whoa. not real. Not the real heart of the ocean dude, necklace. Dude, uh, I could get something like that at fucking Claire's, dude. <laughs> that would be such bro, a big bummer. Bro, though. I could just go to fucking Claire's and find something like that for like 10 bucks, dude. I could get three of them for free because I shoplift there. At Claire's? Dude, that was the easiest place to shoplift. Right? <laughs> what did you shoplift? Rubber earrings. earrings. Yeah, those rubber, yeah. like, <laughs> s- spiky earrings. I, got, <laughs> I did buy earrings at Claire's once when I got my ears pierced. Oh, yeah? When I had plugs. They were like the, the second pair after the ones that they pierced. Were they like strawberry shortcake plugs or yeah, something? Dude. I, it, it was like as I was starting to gauge them. So Peppa, it was like dude, the, the second pig? size is Peppa like plug. Peppa plug. The dude, plug. Dude, imagine like a gauge just like Peppa Pig. Oh, uh, it's actually sick. Bro. Anthony Fantana should get that. Yeah. <laughs> I like the idea of there being like two people at Claire's to do the piercings. One person does the normal piercings and like this guy named like Jack or something that Belly has just like rings. tattoos and like this and he's like so we're doing gauges today yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they just jump from unpierced to like double zero yeah <laughs> well he, he yeah. just like gets a pipe and a uh, pipe it's yeah. one of those like drill bits that's like nice. the circular has like the ridges on it yep. just goes yeah. it's actually super mario <laughs> the pipe he just throws one of those green shits in your ear oh yeah and you jump down it for coins. Yeah, it's Damn. a good... Do you love to see coins? I love coins. Uh, I hate when I walk into, like, an evil mushroom and lose all my coins. <laughs> I fucking hate when that happens, dude. I'm like, dude, psychedelics again. Fucked. Wow. That's a pre-Miles joke for sure. <laughs> shout yeah. out, shout he's out actually pre-Miles. a... He's, he's ghostwriting my... my podcast content. Yeah, you, I see <laughs> yeah. you have an earpiece I keep checking yeah. my... Yeah. Uh, that, I feel like I was going to say I keep checking my text messages to come up with jokes that Miles is texting me, but I feel like Miles would definitely be like speaking in real time to me through an earpiece. Oh, absolutely. That would be be big Miles energy. Yeah. Uh, Shout out pre Miles. Uh, Shout out uh, beautiful day in the Gulch. Shout shout out Super Mario. Shout out Super Mario. Uh, Uh, Shout shout out out, shout out uh, Kojima. Shout out Death Stranding. Um, Shout out Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, that's about it for me. Yeah, do not we, not shouting out. How the is this already right an hour and fifteen minutes long? Yeah, we should dude. probably wrap it up. Yeah, I think we should wrap it up. Yeah, 
Unlike the mom from Mama Mia, who doesn't know. Yeah, apparently not. <laughs> Can't wrap it up. Yeah. None of those daddies wrap it up. She's, no, like, I, she's like, I'm in Greece on an island. I didn't even know where I would buy a condom. That's, that's not <laughs> what, is it gonna be what Meryl skin sounds condom? like. Come on, Meryl. Yeah, dude, that's Meryl Streep impression. That's I my Meryl Streep impression. <laughs> she's like, mm, like, is there like a bodega around here? Like, what? Like, I just uh, I just pull out. It's like not a big deal. Whatever. You sound like Jenny Slate. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny Slate as Meryl Streep, Meryl Streep. in obvious child yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah obvious child also mama mia not obvious child <laughs> wow <laughs> like, obfuscated child <laughs> obvious child too not so obvious yeah. <laughs> not so obvious yeah just look um all yeah, right no so uh we've come to the the plug section i guess we're so. talking about plugs in your ears Aiden, do you have anything you'd like to plug while you're on the pod? And where can we find you online? Yeah. Oh, um, you can find me at Aiden Arata. I did dox myself by using my first and last name for my meme account. Um, so you can <laughs> It's more honest. Just a preemptive. Me. Just a yeah. pre- you're saving yourself the trouble. Yeah. Saving please, everyone the trouble. Yeah. Do not ask me if that is my real name. It is. Um, uh, what do I want to plug? What have I been loving recently? You can plug LA as a city. Yeah. LA as a city is great. Um... You know, plug in and out burger, junior high, um, the the coffee bean. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if y'all um, have that here. The um, what is that? What seems, is oh yeah, it's an LA specific coffee chain uh, that is like C grade Starbucks, so I don't actually plug it. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> uh, I'd like to redact that plug. Yeah, I was just thinking <laughs> it was of ironic. Like LA specific Man's Chinese theater, um, you know. LA Disneyland. specific things. Traffic. I plug traffic. Yeah. The band traffic. They're pretty good. Yeah. I, I love plug, the Denzel Washington um, movie. Ooh, I plug walking around in the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Mm. Yo, um, yeah. If underrated. you can swing it, it actually is like underrated. a nuanced, beautiful world um, mm. while you're getting evacuated. I mean, if you want to simulate that, you can just buy Kingdom Hearts 3. It's like basically that whole game. You're just walking around. You're trapped in the King, uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean ride the whole time. Mm-hmm. It's a whole, gotcha. whole video game. Gotcha. Are you anti-gamer today? Dude? I, I kind of am today. Yeah, I, I woke up on the wrong side of the bed today. Damn, dude. That, Sorry about that's that. That's cringe. You're my only Sorry gamer friend Sorry on this podcast. That. I'm making all these references and you're just like... Sorry about that. You're just fucking ignoring them, dude. Oh, Sorry about that. I that's apologize. so gamer. You know what I mean? <laughs> I also want to say... You're gamer. Personally, shout out to Club Crush Express. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, that's a thing. Ruined one of my t-shirts this morning, potentially, but we're going to see what happens. Hell oh, yeah. Wait, I tried you, to you cut have- it. I cut it a little bit too short. Oh, but and, we love a crop top. Uh, it's going to be pretty cropped. I have, I mean, the thing is, I think it's going to be the right amount of crop, but then it's also, you know, when you cut a shirt fresh and then it's like kind of jagged. Yeah. And you have to like wash it so it rolls a little yeah, bit. Yeah, to see like what's good. So once it yeah, rolls, yeah, yeah. it might be up a little bit. Well, yeah. if you have a problem, jagged you know little where shirt, to find us. Yeah, that's, that's a great idea. I, I should mean, also plug Crush Club, which is one, me. Um, from one graphic designer to the next, it's like when you do a bad crop, everybody knows it. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, cropping, yeah, yeah, cropping's yeah, a skill. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, uh, oh yeah. So plug, plug this in more detail. Yeah, no, I'm glad that we got that joke in there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we would have lost it otherwise. <laughs> uh, plug in Crush Club, which is me and Renaissance Man Davies' uh, little screen printing T-shirt project. We've done some cool band T-shirts. We've done some cool astrology T-shirts. Um, that's good. Those Fire are the shirts. two. Those, I mean, those are the only two kinds of t-shirts. Yeah, that's if you want in, to in like like something, I feel like you either like a band or you like your signs. You like can so. signal or, anything about you by choosing from one of two yeah, types of t-shirts. Hey, buy a personality that we are selling you. Yes, um, Crush Club can on Instagram. Guess, Crush or Press. Can you guess which astrology shirt I have? Mm, what's your sign? You have to guess. <laughs> um, 
Are you an Aquarius? No. no. Oh, this is a good last segment. You have to guess all of our signs. <laughs> I feel like this is just going to make no one want to buy our shit because they're going to be like, she's a dumb bitch who can't guess all signs. Like, no, we'll just edit all the incorrect ones out. Yeah. And okay, cool. Just be, yeah. We'll just do it. <laughs> Cancer. Nope. Are you, can I, can I narrow it down? Can I ask if you're like an earth sign? Yes. Okay. You can ask me that. Taurus? <laughs> no, I'm not. You can ask. I'm a, I'm a fire sign. Oh, you're a fire sign. So it's Jeff. I'm a fire sign also. My sign is stop. Are you it's an red. Aries? I am an Aries. You're an Aries. Mm-hmm. Are you also an Aries? Are you the no. same sign? No. Sag? No. The other one, Leo? You're yeah, Leo. Yeah, yeah. Oh my it's God, happy season. birthday. It's, it's your season. season. Yep. Tis the season. That. It's so great. You're a Leo. It's great to be I love here. Titanic. Aaron, what is your sign? Are you a water sign? Yes. Are you Pisces? Mm-hmm. Mm. Are you a Cancer? The other wow. I'm a square. I think I'm a water sign. Pretty sure. Uh, okay, so we're not going to get a right answer out of this one. No, wait, just keep Pisces, guessing. Scorpio. Yes, yes, you're a Scorpio. DB's a Scorpio. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm a Gemini. It's not a big deal. <laughs> Sweet sign, dude. We're like, but don't ask the other me. <laughs> yeah. They care a lot. Uh, yeah, I'm an Aries. Uh, April Fools. Actually. Oh hell yeah, that's dope. It's, uh, I don't know what it means. That's the best birthday that you have. Like, the, you, you, if you were born on any other day, like, mm-hmm. like April Fools is like the perfect. I think it's better than four twenty. It's better than four twenty because it's nineteen days before. So I'm mm-hmm. already so you're older. older and wiser and higher. You yeah. Know? yeah. So it's sick. You're it's the tyrannical so- big brother to all those yeah. people. That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you know, just so y'all know, uh, April twenty twenty. I'll be waiting for gifts. Everyone. Yeah, start getting all, them ready now. All you listeners, you know, my Venmo is <laughs> at Hey, CTRL, buy, buy our CTRL. shirts for Jeff. I'm plugging birthday gifts for me right now. <laughs> um, Get them ready, know. folks. Yeah. Just, you know, start uh, planning now. Think ahead. Do it at Crush Club Press. I think I said it wrong the first time. So that's right. we'll, we'll link it. We'll Listen, link it. We're, we're pretty new. We're <laughs> Crush Club? Crush Club Press. Great designs. Thank you. Great content. We'd love to see it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. For the culture. So thanks for coming on. Thank you so much for uh, for joining us today. Yes. Thank you for having me. We can finally turn the fan on. Yeah. That's the fucking fucking podcast. This AliExpress dress is entirely plastic, so it's very uncomfortable in the heat. (laughs) (laughs) There's no natural fiber. Shout out AliExpress. Actually, can I just plug plug AliExpress? Um, Yeah. Oh, actually, I do want to plug Hush Puppies Mall Walkers. Davey and I just got <laughs> matching pairs, and they're really fucking comfortable. Okay, yeah. Uh, Good shit. Uh, shoes. Yeah. That brand reminds me of, like, all those Nickelodeon game shows from the 90s. Oh, yeah. Because like, they would, did they those would always be the prizes. and be like, you, for participating, you win a Hush Puppies gift card. I love that so much because all, like, as far as I can tell, they're only for retirees. Yes. So knowing that they're for retirees and, um, like, participants not winners just participants on game game shows in the 90s is delightful yeah Yeah, but i will say they're fucking comfortable and i like not having to tie my shoes good great call all right that's a good way to end signing off goodbye